Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Spirit Guidance with Shannon. We invite you to sit back and listen to how spirit guides and angels interact with us here on Earth. Would you like to ask a personal question? Please call 1-877-296-0345. Spirit Guide Interpreter Shannon Walbrin conducts individual sessions by phone. For more information, please go to www.spiritguidance.net. Good afternoon, this is Shannon, and this program is called Spirit Guidance with Shannon. This is a weekly broadcast on Authentic You Media, and we're coming to you live from Johannesburg, South Africa. On this program, you can phone in with your question for your angels and guides. The number to call is 1-877-296-0345. And every week we take on a theme and we discuss it and we do various kinds of readings because the divine mind is trying to communicate with us in many different ways. Today's theme is dialogue, and I'd like to start with that. The definition of dialogue, it sounds like it comes from di, meaning to, and logos, meaning word. So it sounds as if dialogue is a conversation between two people. But that's a little bit of a mistake in terms of the etymology of the word. Dia actually means across. And it is found in a few other words, diatribe and others. But a a dialogue is a conversation. It is leg as in lecture, and it is logos as in word. But it is actually a wider conversation that invites more in than just two voices. The opposite of dialogue, though, is still monologue. And for our cause today, for us discussing communication with the divine mind, what we're going to be working on is how do I know when I'm having a dialogue with God and how do I know when I'm just talking to myself? That's what I'm going to be working on with you today. And we're going to be taking messages from the angels. We're going to be taking messages from our archetypes. We're going to be working with clues from Louise Hay and her work with the mind-body connection. And we're going to also be talking with the plant kingdom. If you'd like to call in with a question, your question should be concerning yourself only. Or if you have a child, the child has to be a small child, not a grown-up kid. And the question can pertain to any area of your life. So you can ask a question about your finances or about your romance or about your work or about your house or or your health or whatever is concerning you now, that number is 1-877-296-0345. But the question always has to be about yourself. It has to be an I question. It can't be something like, does he love me or should my sister move to Australia because they are grown-ups and they have their own karma, their own fate, their own destiny, their own decisions to make. So I'm able to act as a spirit guide interpreter between you and your angels who are messengers of God. And so you can see that what we're working on really is a dialogue. It's If you want to see that a dialogue is more like a trilogue or a multilogue, that's what we're up to. Because you're posing a question, the divine mind is answering. I'm able to translate that message through the messengers who are angels or guides. And then I'm speaking out loud to you. So it seems as though there are a lot of voices going on. But actually, to our perception, there are only two voices in the room, your voice and my voice. 
Now, what happens when you are praying, and how do you know when you're having a dialogue or not? There are two ways that the divine mind can speak to us more directly than through an intermediary who could be a psychic. The two ways are through external locution and internal locution. We'll go with the rarer of these first. The the first one is external locution. Locution meaning a voice, a sound, something is speaking. And an external locution happens, you know, maybe once in your lifetime. For, For people, it can happen. For me, actually, it has happened four times in my lifetime. And what it sounds like is a loud outside voice speaking over a PA system and usually saying only one word or one phrase. I write about this in my book, which is called Guided, that when I was about 20, I was studying and I was in my dorm and there was a full moon and it was a beautiful night, but I was already in bed and I was pretty sleepy. And then I really had this compulsion to get up and kneel by the side of my bed. And to tell you the truth, that's not how I was really into praying at that time. I would just mostly pray as I fell asleep. But I got up and I formally knelt by the side of my bed and I put my head on my hands and I waited and I said, Dear God, why am I doing this? And I heard an external locution. And the external locution sounded as if everyone for a mile around could have heard it. It was a booming, loud voice. And it said, Teach. And I didn't know what my major was going to be. Uh, I was a French major. I was thinking about changing it to be an English major, but I didn't exactly know what I wanted to do. But from then on, I signed up for education classes, and I decided that I would apply my French or my English or my linguistics or whatever I was going to take to being a teacher because, sure, that was a practical application. I had thought maybe I was going to go into writing or advertising or something like that. So that was an external locution. The other thing that happens is more common, much more common, and it's called an internal locution. And that's when you hear a voice inside of your head that doesn't sound like your own ego voice saying, now you have to go to the post office, don't forget that you have to buy milk, remember that you have to, okay, Don't. did you lock the car, okay, now where are your keys? That's your own internal ego voice. But there's another thing called an internal locution that also, and this is one of its distinguishing marks, also speaks in a very short phrase, perhaps one or two words. And you know, you know in your heart, you know in your soul, this is something special. It really, really doesn't happen often. It would happen once a year, once every five years. So in my case, according to my biography, which I'll tell you more about, Um, I was studying Hebrew, and I had actually gotten a calling to convert to Judaism. So I went to Jerusalem, and I was studying at a place that's called Yeshiva, which is where people study Hebrew and they study the Torah, and people can study there if they want to convert to. That's part of the deal. And I had been learning Hebrew, learning Hebrew, learning Hebrew, and it was hard. Learning Hebrew was really hard, even though I really love languages. And I was getting okay at sounding out, you know, like when you're just starting to read and you, you sound out can, can, I can, I can read. So I was just at that level. Luckily, I knew a lot of the Bible stories. So as we were reading the Old Testament, the, you know, at least the themes and the names were making sense to me. But I got to the story and I was working with my tutor and the story was 
when if I it was when Jacob met Rachel. So it was the love story of Jacob and Rachel. And Rachel was standing by a well and she asked Jacob, Would you roll the stone off of the well so that she could obtain the water from the well? And uh as the words so I was just sounding it out, just sounding it out, as the words were coming out of my mouth and I was moving my finger along the page the word for roll the stone off, the word roll came to me, and it was Gilgal. And Gilgal I had heard from a friend who was much more mystical than I was in terms of the Hebrew mysticism and understood these things, that the word for roll was the same as the word for cycle, was the same as the word for reincarnation. So I said, oh, isn't that wonderful? Now, I was talking to somebody who you know didn't really care about the reincarnation aspect of it, but I said, isn't that true? This is the same word, isn't it? Gilgal. This has to do with rolling and cycles and reincarnation. And she said, yeah, you you could associate the two of them. She was pretty skeptical. Just then, I had an internal locution, which was, that's enough. It was as if a bell was ringing. There wasn't a bell. It was a voice. And the voice said, okay, that's enough. And I even looked up at the ceiling. She didn't know what I was doing, but I looked up at the ceiling and I was like, what do you mean that's enough? That's enough. I said in my mind, like, I, I, I'm almost, I can almost read. Why are you saying that that's enough? What do you mean? Now I have to stop. So I went back to my room, and I had to sit down, and I really thought about it. And I, I tried to open a book, you know, to take on the next chapter of the lessons, and it was like the book wouldn't open. I said, oh, my goodness, this is it. This is as far as I had to go. So I don't have to convert all the way. I just had to add to my spiritual portfolio and take myself up to the next platform. So those are two examples. The first one is an external locution, and the second one is an internal locution. And we're addressing the question, how do I know when I'm having a dialogue with God, or how do I know when I'm having a monologue just with myself? The answer to that question is a big, big answer. It is life gives you feedback. So when you get a very strong message, a calling that is a dialogue, it is a a message from God, then everything else in your life, in the concrete material world of your life, will start to fall into place to support that message. So uh, in my case, I went back registered for teaching classes easy. The first job that I got out of college, easy. University, it was like I was meant to be a teacher, and I taught, 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 taught. And what that did was... It took me around the world because at that time, the year was 1991, the world needed English teachers. So I was able to go to Eastern Europe and I lived in Czechoslovakia where there was a need for English teachers. So can you see how life really made that so simple for me? And me following that external locution to its to its goal, that was the point of it. If you'd like to ask a question, we are waiting for your call. You can phone in on 1-877-296-0345. This show is called Spirit Guidance with Shannon, and you can find out more on my website, www.spiritguidance.net. The show is broadcast every Tuesday on Authentic You Media. Authentic You Media offers a host of wonderful, wonderful shows all about angels and astrology and a lot of topics that you'd like to know about. So please do look up Authentic You Media. They're also on Twitter. And now we're going to go to our segments of our program in which we get messages. And remember that our theme is dialogue. So we're going to see how these messages pertain to our theme of dialogue 
and receiving divine guidance, and then what to do about it when we get it. So the first message is coming to us from our angel cards. Now I'm going to shuffle them here. This is the Doreen Virtue Pack. That's what I'm using. And we're going to go to... There we are. Perfect timing. Okay, this one is called Perfect Timing. If you could look it up, or if you have this deck at home, you'll really love the image. It's a green and blue fairy kind of angel wearing a cape with leaves floating around her and also music, beautiful music, and she's blowing a trumpet. And she's a classic angel with a gold ring halo around her head. So let's read this one. I don't remember the words, too. Here we go. Perfect timing. Now is the perfect moment for you to act on your inspiration. The doors are open while you walk through them with us by your side. Don't delay or procrastinate, as all of the ingredients are ripe for your success. Everything and everyone is on your side, supporting your positive outcome. Ah, Thank you, Doreen Virtue, and her lovely, lovely daily guidance from your angels. Okay, we're going to hold on to that one, and we're going to go on to our next segment, which is the archetype cards from Caroline Mace, because I think these are all going to add up into a beautiful, beautiful recipe that's about dialoguing with the divine. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, shuffling and pulling, shuffling and pulling. Okay, we've got one. It's called Shapeshifter. The light attributes of a shapeshifter are skill at navigating through different levels of consciousness, ability to see the potential in everything, And you remember that Caroline Mace is really excellent at getting into the psychology of the Jungian archetypes in which she asks everyone, who are the internal persona that you're carrying and how can those be made manifest at different special moments and during different phases of your life? Okay. I'm going to say that I've got a message here from my... um, producer that says that I should be mentioning the other number just in case you guys are having a hard time getting through on the main number. So the other number is 917-889-3818. I'm going to say that again. It is 917-889-3818. We're just surprised that all of the numbers are down. So that's why we're wondering um, why we're not getting any calls today. But let's see if you guys want to call through on that. And not on my phone, which is ringing on the side here. I just had to unplug it. So I've got Shapeshifter and I've got Perfect Timing. And what I'm looking at is how these things are related to our theme of dialogue. I can definitely see that Perfect Timing is what happens when you received an external locution, an internal locution, or even in the reading itself it says, your inspiration. Now is the perfect moment for you to act. That's right, huh? Because once you get something so big as a message from the divine, that is your turn to say, okay, I must take this seriously, and I must take the decisions that are going to change my life based on that information. And the second one, shapeshifter, is... You know, it's really about when you get something so important as a message, as a strong um, dialogue with the divine mind, it's time for you to use your skills to navigate through your different levels of consciousness. And you must go ahead and see the potential in yourself 
that even if it's calling you to do something new or to do something surprising, you have the ability to shift your shapes and work through that and take on the new role that's being offered and the new path that's going in front of you. The numbers to call again, I'm going to give you both. Maybe Michelle is right and both of our numbers aren't working. Let's give it a try. Our 877-296-0345 or 917-889-3818. We're going to go to our next segment now, which is taking a message from Louise Hay and You Can Heal Your Life. You know, Louise Hay uh, is so strong on seeing how the body interacts with the mind. And she's going to tell us um, really to take a deep breath now and to do a body scan and to see where is your body trying to dialogue with you. I'm, I'm again going to refer to the concept of dialogue as not just a two-way conversation, but your body being used as a voice by the divine mind to help you know what it is that you need to do next. So everything, whether it's an angel, whether it's a part of your body, or whether it's a tool that you use like a divining tool, this this forms a three, a four, a five-way conversation in which you are being supported and encouraged to do what you need to do in order to help your soul to grow and to do what it needs to do. Okay, first I'm going to read the category which is the... Um, the emotion that's happening behind the illness or the disease. And then I'm going to tell you about which disease Louise Hay is describing here. So the mental hardness, hard-heartedness, iron will, and inflexibility that we sometimes feel are all masks for fear. Okay, I'm going to work through that one again. This is a good list. Find inside of yourself in which areas you have mental hardness, hard-heartedness, an iron will, inflexibility, and fear. Okay, so she's leading us to go towards something else, which is, this is the affirmation that she's asking for us to take on. By choosing loving, joyous thoughts, I create a loving, joyous world. I am safe and free. By choosing loving, joyous thoughts, I create a loving, joyous world. I am safe and free. I'd like to draw your attention to the idea that a dialogue is when we take in information and inspiration from God, from the divine mind, through the messages that we get. And then we need to open up our free will and our free choice to decide what kind of a life we're going to have. If I were to stick to my own ego needs and to make decisions based on what I think, what I think, and if I didn't open myself up to the possibilities and even, let me say, the strange and unusual and unexpected possibilities that come in front of me, then I may turn hard and inflexible. And that's not the right thing for the body. That's not the right thing for this incarnation. Let's put a positive spin on that. If you're able to open yourself up and to remain flexible in body and mind, even when the divine is asking for you to do something unusual and, let's say, challenging, uh, we could at least say interesting, that is when true dialogue starts to take place. So let's see how you do it. You're praying, you get a message, or you get an idea, or you get an inspiration. 
you you allow yourself to remain flexible. You go forward into the world and you put those actions into play. You see what happens. You see if life gives you feedback and gives you support for those kinds of activities. Then you decide that that is, you know, you're getting enough positive feedback that you decide to keep going in that direction. And then you start reaping the rewards of the dialogue. Now, I'm not saying that your life is going to become much, much easier. What I'm saying is that doors are going to continue to open and deeper and deeper experiences will take place. That is really, really what you're about as a soul. That is why this soul is inhabiting this body during this incarnation. If you'd like to call through, we've got 20 minutes after the hour. We've got 10 minutes left in this program. Please call one 877 and the other number, 917-889-3818. You can reach me at Twitter. My handle is at Shannon Walbran. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-W-A-L. B-R-A-N, and I also have a Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Shannon Walbrown. So now we're going to go to our next segment, which is a message from the plant kingdom. As we're working through these interesting, challenging, wonderful concepts of how the divine mind has a dialogue with us, we realize that almost everything can become a tool, a tool, a conduit, um, uh, a sponge that has absorbed something beautiful and then is releasing it towards us to cleanse us and to take us forward on our path. Here we have Grassy Bell. Okay, Grassy Bell is the name of a plant. Let's find out more about it. The keynote of Grassy Bell is deep hurt, fear of betrayal, and then developing the ability to trust. The color associated with this flower is pink. And here's the full reading. And, you know, I'm taking these readings from the South African Flower Essences. The book is written by Janet Unite. This essence works with betrayal. It is indicated for those who have issues in their lives which relate to betrayal. Perhaps childhood betrayal set a pattern which is replayed in adult life. Or there may be karmic patterns relating to betrayal. Grassy Bell facilitates bringing these issues into consciousness acknowledging the part one has played, integrating the lesson and healing the hurt and the pain. It deals with the deep hurt and fear of betrayal, which such experiences imprint on the psyche, and it allows one to develop the ability to trust again. It is of assistance in relationships, establishing a foundation on which appropriate mutual trust can grow. This essence also allows one to feel protected and guided, to become aware of the forces of love around one, and to relinquish fear, knowing that there is a larger plan. Oh, I'd like to thank Janet Unite for that wonderful, wonderful reading from the plant Grassy Bell. Can you see why our guides and angels gave us that one today? I'm just going to take the last line. Remember, we're talking about dialogue, and we're answering the question, how do I know when I'm having a dialogue with God? And the divine mind says, Feel protected and guided. Become aware of the forces of love around you and relinquish fear, knowing that there is a larger plan. 
I mean, when you think about all those guys in the Old Testament, huh? The forefathers, the Noah, the Abraham, and then they heard this voice that said, okay, now you're going to build an ark. A big flood is coming. And everyone laughed at him, and they said, what are you doing building this boat? And then his family was the only one that survived to maintain humanity until the next generation. I'd like to bring that up in light of what happened this week. Um, If you're listening to this podcast in the future, this is the week when bombs went off at the Boston Marathon and people were killed. And it was a terrible, terrible thing to happen. And, of course, we, uh, we working with the angels, um, don't understand why these things happen, but we try to draw your attention to the helpers who are involved. We really are following the, the lead given to us by um, Mr. Rogers, which says, always look for the helpers. Even when something terrible happens, that's who we're going to pay attention to. Now I'm going to turn to one of our helpers who has managed to get through on the lines, and I appreciate that. Her name is Pearl. Pearl, this is Shannon. Hello. Hi. What question Hi. do you have today? Um, I was wondering uh, what my purpose or what direction I should go with developing my ability and using that to help others. What do you see in that area? Pearl, at first, um, the first sensation that I got when I started listening to you was, you know, I introduced you as one of our helpers because I know that you are. And as soon as I saw your name, I had this sense of radiance and the sense of giving and the sense of love and generosity. But what, what you and I, okay, both of us need to do is to make sure that we don't have any resentment or bitterness in our own personal stuff. So they're going to ask you to take a kind of a herbal tea, okay? Can I get you to write this down? It's called okay. worm wood. Worm is like the worm in the ground, and wood is like tree, okay? Worm wood. Okay. Okay. Worm wood tea is disgusting. It really tastes really gross. Uh, because I know because I'm drinking it even as I'm talking to you. But it is um, exactly the thing that you need to get rid of bitterness and resentment towards other people in your personal life. And I think you're working on just the last, last dregs of this in your life, but your question for them was, how do I get to share my talents and how can I help people more? And they said, the clearer you are about having no resentment or bitterness, the better it is you're going to be at helping other people. Are you willing to take that on? Yes. And I thank you for the message on the pink flower. That has been coming up for me in readings. People are seeing a pink flower. Isn't that amazing? I love it when we have synchronicity. Call me back, okay? I want to talk to you later. Okay. When should I call you? When is your next show? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, certainly. At your own time. I have another caller in the queue. So as much as I would like to talk to you more, I need to take the next caller. But you are somebody I'd like to talk to more. Thanks, Rob. Okay, Bye-bye. Ciao. Our next caller is called Tonetta. Hey, Tonetta, this is Shannon. How can I help? Hi, Tonetta, this is Shannon. Can I help you with a question? Yes, hi. Can you hear me? Now I can. Please go ahead with your question. Okay, my question is, do you see Daniel coming forward and making a commitment to want to be in a relationship with me? And if so, a time frame of when this would happen? Do you know that I'm not allowed to get information about other people? Do you realize that? Uh, No, I did not realize that. 
Okay, so my limit is around a Tonetta-type question. If you were to ask a question that would be, should I um, go for getting Daniel into my life? Should I put energy into that relationship? Then that is a question that I would be allowed to answer because I can only tap into your guides and not into Daniel's guides. Do you see my limitation there? Yes, I do. Okay, thanks for understanding that. Would you like to take on that question, should I put energy into my relationship with Daniel? Um, yes, that would be fine. Okay, the answer is um, no. They want you to back off, and if Daniel is going to miss you and if he's going to pursue you, it will not be through effort of your own. So they want you to turn away from putting energy into that relationship and they want you to get busy doing other things and then you will see whether he pursues. They cannot tell me whether he will, but they're telling me that you would be um, pushing him away if you uh, pursued the relationship any further. So they're asking for you to not put energy into the relationship. Do you understand the message? Yes, and that's what I've been doing. Oh, well done, Tonetta. Hang in there. I know that is a tough space to be in, but it sounds like you're doing the right thing. Okay, I've got to sign off now. I'll talk to you later, okay? Bye-bye. Bye, Tonetta. Ciao. It's time for me to sign off. I will look forward to hearing from you next week when we'll be here at the same time. Please do phone through. But until then, thanks for listening, and always remember, you are guided. You are guided. Thank you for listening to Spirit Guidance with Shannon, broadcast every week on Authentic You Radio. Would you like to schedule a personal session? For more information about Shannon's work, please go to www.spiritguidance.net.